Hello, everyone. It's your host, Thomas Larson here, back with another episode. Today, we have a pretty special guest here with us. He is a fellow graduate of Loyola High School in the class of 2019 and is a personal friend of mine and my brother's. Uh, he attends UCLA in the class of 2023 and happens to be the kicker for UCLA's football team. Please welcome Nick Barmira. What's up, Thomas? What's up, everybody? How are um, you doing, thanks. Nick? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have this conversation. Um, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. It's a pleasure having you on this podcast. So glad we could finally do it, put it together. So, Nick, let's get into it. What's your major? I'm a psychology major. Um, I am in my third year of school. Um, academically, I am a senior. So I will be graduating fall of 2022, but I'm technically in the class of 2023. Um, and I actually did not declare my major until maybe halfway through my second year um, is when I declared psych. Um, and it's been, it's been fun. It's been interesting. And uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how psych came about. Yeah. Um, so you said you declared second year and that's kind of not abnormal because it's pretty normal, but there's kind of that stigma around declaring your major. So what kind of led you to uh, finally deciding on psychology or now your second year? Right. So um, at UCLA, you know, it's a big STEM school here and uh, there's no business undergrad school. And that's a pretty common major for a lot of athletes. You know, they do something in the sports management field or you know, they get a business um, degree and but I didn't have that option and a lot of a lot of other routes that people take here to get into that field later would be to be poli sci and political science or sociology or communications you know, those are kind of the big three um, amongst the team and amongst really a lot of student athletes in general um, but those didn't really interest me you know I wanted to be somewhat interested in the classes that I was taking um, and I wanted to make it applicable to whatever I was going to be doing in life and um, psychology, that's how that came about. Um, you know, the, the major itself, it didn't, I'm not a big science or math guy, first of all. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't want to get too much into the chemistry, into the biology. <laughs> right, right there with you there. <laughs> not a big math or science guy over here, as the people in the pod of the audience know by now. <laughs> so yeah, that's how, that's how psych came about. Um, I was looking at the, the requisites for it and the classes that I'd be taking. And I was like, you know, this seems interesting. Um, and I also took a class at Loyola. I took AP Psych, I believe, my senior year with Mr. Porterfield. And he was a great teacher. He's a great man, uh, a great leader. And he really got me interested in psych um, when I was in high school. So um, all those things kind of combined to me declaring psych eventually. That's awesome. So, you know, uh, just it's, it's crazy because I've heard a couple stories by now about how one class really changes how uh, someone, you know, changes someone's life completely. I mean, I've had a physics major on here who took one physics class and was like, man, this is really what I want to do in college. And so having that kind of, you know, the one psych experience in high school really allowed you to um, find that major at UCLA and, you know, all the other components as well. But that's, that's really cool. And I'm glad that you were able to establish that. So you said you're a, uh, so you're technically a senior so you're a first semester senior right now or first like uh so we're on the we're on the, you're quarter. In the quarter yeah and um to, in order to complete a an undergrad degree here i believe it's, you need to complete 180 units and i think to be academically considered a senior you need to have 150 done 
150 units done. Um, so I'm in my third year and by the, there's three quarters per year. And after the second year of my, the second quarter of my third year is when I became academically senior. So I'll, the way I think about it is I'm graduating two quarters early than my declared or designated class. Um, gotcha. So I would be graduating spring 2023, but now I'm graduating fall 2022. Gotcha. That's, and how did you get so far ahead? Was it uh, summer classes or just AP credits that transferred over? I didn't come in with any credits. I think I took three AP classes in high school and I got zero credits from <laughs> so all the people in high school. Take your AP classes seriously because that will put you ahead in college if that's something that you want to be able to do. You know, um, but yeah, to answer your question, um, when you first get here, you're allowed to take or you're required to take as an athlete um, two summer school classes. So going into my, you know, my traditional start time of fall 2019, it was, um, I was however many units ahead. And then kind of once COVID hit and the pandemic started, I started taking extra classes per quarter. You know, most people in a quarter system take three classes. Um, so I, I just started adding one to each quarter. Um, so I would take four. And that's how by this time, I've been able to set myself up to graduate early. Um, I just found for me, it was easier with online schools to add classes um, and kind of bulk up on the schoolwork and continuing to take classes during the summer. That has really helped me get myself ahead uh, to be able to graduate early. That is awesome. Uh, you know, I, cause I've always heard of the quarter system and that they do have summer classes, but I know a lot of people just don't, you know, due to many different reasons, don't take the opportunity to um, go ahead and take classes during summer to graduate early. So that's cool. You're the first person I've met that I personally know that has uh, done that. So that's really, that's something awesome. something to be proud of. I mean, you're going to graduate uh, early and that's a, that's a huge feat, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, one thing I've learned, it's, it's pretty, I don't want to say common, but it's not abnormal, at least for athletes at UCLA to end up graduating early, just because a lot of us have to be here over the summer. So if we're here, you know, practicing and working out, we might as well take a class or two here and there. Exactly. Um, and then really, I, I feel like being an athlete has helped me manage my time so well. Um, so having an extra class and especially coming from Loyola, adding that extra that extra class really was not that much of a strain or challenge to my academics. Now I am a psychology major, you know, I'm not in dense um, lab work, you know, doing hours upon hours of schoolwork a day, like a lot of other um, majors might require. So my major has definitely played a role in allowing me to graduate early. That's awesome. So um, no, I never, I never really thought of that actually that most athletes you know, in your situation at UCLA, do graduate early. I I want to see the numbers on that because that's that sounds really interesting. It makes a, it makes a lot of sense. And as you said, having that um, background from uh, Loyola High School and having that football mentality of scheduling and being good time management wise, like that's that's great and some great skills that you have learned over your career. And jeez, um, sorry, getting a Facetime call. Um, I'll edit that out. <laughs> so, um, so talking about that, talking about football, uh, so you are the kicker for the UCLA football team. How has your experience been as a student athlete balancing that life? You kind of touched upon it during the summer as you were taking classes and you're pretty good at the scheduling, uh, side of that. So how has that been over your past couple of years at UCLA? Um, 
um, it's been fun and it's been um, a great experience, honestly. Um, and whenever people ask me, I feel like it's a common question that a lot of student athletes get is, you know, how do you manage your time? You're basically a, a full-time athlete and a full-time student. You know, you're working almost a good way to look at it is can you kind of working two full-time jobs um, because that's, that's really what the hours is and the, the requirement of you is. Um, and I, I always say I got my high school schedule was harder than my college schedule. I have so much more free time now than I did when I was in high school. And that was for, for a lot of different reasons, right? In high school, you're taking multiple classes. Um, you're going to school from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. every single day. Um, at times, we had practice, you know, at Loyola in high school in the mornings um, at 6 a.m. And then we also had things in the afternoon. And also the commute, you know, it adds so much time to your day. Um, I lived about an hour away from Loyola. So traveling took time. Um, you just had to be on top of everything. You know, it was very, it was very rigorous and demanding of you. And because that was just so ingrained in me, um, I honestly, college and the schedule that was required of me felt easy. Um, and especially once you get to college, you know, once you have more control and more say in what you're doing um, in the classroom and how you want to schedule your your requirements, um, it becomes a lot easier and it becomes a lot um, much more free. And that's how I, as an athlete, have been able to manage the schedule um, because it was ingrained in me for so long. And because now that I have the freedom to choose what I want, um, it I was forced to learn how to prioritize in high school. So now I just carry that over into college. Yeah, what a, what a great lesson to be learned from high school and a great message to everyone out there uh, who are listening, who may be potential college students or um, incoming freshmen or in high school, time management and finding what to prioritize in life with as much free time as you do get in college. Because I will say too, I mean, I remember those 6 a.m. practices because my brother, Patrick, uh, who you guys have heard from before, he was on the football team as well, and I had to commute with him. So we'd be getting up at ridiculous hours of the morning, and I'm sure you were too, Nick, um, to drive to Loyola. And so that kind of lack of free time there, and you know, you have to you know, get your papers done on time. You have to do schoolwork on time. It's not like, oh, you're playing football, you get an excuse, or – oh, your brother plays football and you have to commute with him. You get an excuse. No, you got to learn. And definitely that has helped me as well here at uh, Loyola Marymount as I get done with class, like on Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 10, 10 in the morning. So I have the yep. rest of the day. I have so much more free time than I did. And, you know, that can be a blessing or a curse depending on how you uh, go about it. So having that discipline is very important. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um it is very important. And like you said, it can be a blessing or a curse and it, it will be, it will be to your detriment at times, but that's, when, that's when you learn from it. You know, those are, you need those experiences of learning uh, to in order to get better and to know, okay, maybe I can't get away with this, or maybe I can get away with doing this. Uh, so that's all part of the process. And also I, I should add um, being a student athlete here, you have so many resources at your disposal, right? We have a computer lab. Uh, we have mentors. You can get any, tutoring session for any class that you want. Um, there's learning specialists for specific courses. Um, there, you just have access to so many different um, outlets and people who want to help you and people who will help you manage your skills and you know be there and do what you're supposed to do and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, it's, it's hard, honestly. I, I think it's, it would be hard to not succeed 
in the environment I am just because of all the people who want me to succeed and who are there making sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and like I said, as you, as you get more advanced and now I'm in my third year, you know, all the, all those academic meetings that you meet with your mentor, your learning specialist, your tutors, those start to get lower just because you have more trust. Um, they trust you to get your stuff done and, you know, they don't have to hold your hand as much as um, they might've when you were young. So it's all about learning uh, what your process is and how you're going to go about getting your things done so that you can, you know, have a good time as well. You can be social and do all the things that you want to do. Yeah, that's awesome. And, um, you know, you're growing, it's, it's cool to see how your journey has been through high school and how you, how much wiser you have, or I mean, through college and how much wiser you have become because of it. And I, I, that's why I love talking to um, sometimes having some episodes with some older people who have uh, gone through the college experience because it's so great to get your insight and your wisdom and um one side note that i have to ask how do you guys deal with like you know you have a weekend game across the country Mm -hmm. how does that look like schedule wise for your classes and getting stuff done um because that's a huge track you know going to play any other football team and at such a high level of performance too yeah, no, it's definitely, um, it can be tough. And it, it's all about the, the specific situation that you're in. Um, you are excused from class through athletics if you have a designated you know, game or a travel appointment. Um, and there's you know, these forms that you fill out and give to your professors. And nine times out of 10, the professors are totally understanding. They'll make accommodations. If they need to extend you know, a deadline, they can do that. Um, if you, you just catch up on work, um, they'll, they'll do that. They'll sometimes set up a meeting for you to meet before you have to leave to get your assignment done. You know, professors here are very accommodating, and it's only every so often um, some professors will not be as accommodating and not be as nice and say, hey, no, I need this to get done. And if you don't get it done, your grade will suffer. Um, sometimes it can be as serious as if you don't get this done, you won't be able to pass the class. That, that's just super rare. Um, but most of the time, it's just about communication. If you communicate with your professors and your tutors and your coaches about, you know, hey, I have this coming up, I, I, um, I don't know what to do, they'll help you out and they'll set up a way for you to make sure you need to get done what you, what you have to get done while also being able to play. So that when it's time to play and time to practice, you can completely focus on that. And you're not stressed or worried about turning in an assignment or being missing a class that's a, that has an you know, important test or a midterm or something like that. So they're very accommodating. That's how that process goes. It's just about good communication. <laughs> that's great to hear that uh, they're so teachers are so accommodating. And you would think that it's kind of obvious that they would be and they should be because they do want you to succeed. And when you're um, you should be able to focus on football when you're on the field and you should be able to focus on school when you're in the classroom. So having that balance and having that um you know, having those resources and those people helping accommodate you for the betterment of everyone. That's, that's great. And uh, lovely to hear. So uh, we're running short on time here, Nick, are there any last wise words of wisdom that you would like to give our audience today to sign us off? Whatever major you do decide to choose, um, you can really do whatever you want with. Um, If you're passionate about that major and you have a very clear cut path forward into a career field that you want to do, that's great. And that's beautiful. And it's a that's what it's meant for. And that's perfect. You know, that's a great thing to do. And that's a great way to go about it. But at this, on the other end of the spectrum, at the same time, um, if you end up with a major that 
you know, pretty deep into your college years, you're like, ah, I'm not quite sure that this was the major for me. I, I'm feeling regretful. I'm not sure this is a, what I want to do with the rest of my life. That is completely okay. Um, opportunities will open up. Networking is a huge part of college. Meeting people, expanding your your knowledge and horizon. Your major does not, whatever you get your degree in, does not restrict you entirely. And there's a whole um, world of opportunities and people to meet outside of college and outside of your major. Um, so there's really no going wrong. Just enjoy the experience, embrace the challenge, embrace the struggles, embrace the good, you know, embrace it all. And uh, don't be afraid to just follow your heart and it won't ever lead you in the wrong direction. Thank you so much, Nick. I mean, I, I can't even try topping that. That is just <laughs> beautifully said and such great advice. Everyone should, uh, yeah, everyone should listen to that. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Nick. It was a pleasure having you on here uh, to our audience. Thank you guys so much for listening and be sure to, you know, uh, check Nick out, watch some UCLA football, uh, support, support our guest here today. And uh, you know, uh, everyone have a wonderful rest of your weekend and we'll uh, see you guys next time.